this podcast. Hello and welcome to episode. Actually, with a hat and check. Oh my god! I was hoping you'd know what episode we're on. <laughs> we're on episode insert episode name here. I am Jake, and I'm currently snacking on some delicious, delicious McDonald's fries. You might um, say episode forty-one of Sarcasmicast, a movie and gaming podcast. I, I didn't, did you like that? I didn't, but I didn't even think. I know. Sorry, I did, but I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't think would make it to forty-one episodes. No. Um, Baffles us all. So how are you doing? What actually? I want to know what do you have in my bag. I have. Did you get the triple cheeseburger? I've had it. I what's had it, it. What's it like? It's like. It is the it's basically the Big Mac of cheeseburgers. So if you love a the cheese, Big Mac is the Big Mac of the cheeseburgers. Yeah, but that's also like saying the Chicken Royale or whatever is the Big Mac of the male chicken. You know what I mean? In, in comparison. Yeah, but you're com- you're comparing <coughs> a burger to a Big Mac in a particular category when there's a Big Mac already in that. Right. Okay. You see, it's like saying that Chris Evans. Is the Robert Downey Jr. of Avengers? Right. Okay, I, I see where you're coming from. It's, <laughs> it's the um, it's the chimichangas of McDonald's. That makes sense. Underrated. That makes <laughs> perfect sense. Because the chimichangas from uh, Taco Bell uh, are great. So what do you have in there? I have a Big Mac and fr- well, I've got, I'm holding the fries, but I've got a Big Mac. I'd say it's only a small portion. Uh, that's that's medium. Are you okay? Um. You, yeah. you, you normally go for the large. I know. And but, you don't have fat. But but your boy's broke. <laughs> your boy's broke for another 48 hours, You couldn't bro. afford another 10 pence to go large. I, I had two pounds in pe- in 50 pences to my name. Oh, well, yeah. You and can... I used them on a Big Mac. <laughs> Why not? I've been to the gym. Fuck yous. Well done. 41. I can see you're getting the guns out. I mean, they're not there yet. If I weren't to take my top off, which I'm totally going to do now. And you and see the he, guns. He really has as well, by the way. Oi. Oi. I've made Dan's day. That's all I need to say. Right. That's thanks for listening to episode 41. That's going to replace <laughs> The Exorcist from my dreams now. That's good. Then we can watch it again. <laughs> so, what have we uh, been discovering? Well, I want to start off with some sad news. Yes. As you let's... may have heard. This is, we're, doing, we're, we're doing this rather late. Yeah. But Because, uh, you know, it's hard to find the time with us both working full time and that. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, but Chadwick Boseman died. I was not expecting that at all. That was on par with... Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to say it's on par with because I shouldn't be comparing deaths. That's just sick. But the there have been a few times when a celebrity's died and I've been like, nah, nah, that, that's, that's impossible. But then it marinates for about two or three hours and then it's like, yeah. You just gotta. Well, I woke up during the night. I just just woke up and I thought I'd just check Facebook for. A few oh, seconds. you got it during the night. Yeah. Oh, mine was like early in the morning. The 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 the, 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 about, the next day. About three-ish. I woke up during the night. I just uh, thought mine I, was a few hours after that. I yeah. couldn't go straight to sleep, so I just checked Facebook for a few minutes and. Without reading the text, yeah, I just saw a picture of Chadwick as Black Panther, mm-hmm. and then the first word of the headline was breaking breaking news. And I had to scroll back up to read it. I was like, "Shit, <laughs> this is." He got diagnosed in with colon cancer in twenty sixteen. 
Yeah. So when Civil so War C- came Civil out. War time, and then making all those films. Yeah. Without anyone knowing. I'm going to count how many films he made from Civil War up to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I thought you were doing something there. Um, he's been in Civil War, Message from the King, Marshall, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, 21 Bridges, and The Five Bloods, which is on Netflix. 21 Bridges, I want to see. Yeah, that's actually discounted at the moment at HMV. It's on Prime to watch. Oh, well, there we go. So, it's discounted to free. I mean, I, I know, but I like giving HMV more money. But anyway, so he made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight movies and told no one. No. he's. I think some people had to know. But I don't know what's going to happen next with uh, Marvel. I think Shuri might be the next Black Panther. I would love that. Um, well, n- n- not to shit on Chadwick Baldwin because well, no one... What's sad, though, is that... He was visiting uh, children who had cancer, and uh, and and no one knew that he had it himself. And that is a real superhero, Dan. You're damn right. Yeah, damn right. More he really is. Yes. So, when I come back, I'm gonna have a a can. A can. And I'm gonna for raise Bozeman. it to him. A can for Bozeman. Mm-hmm. So, um, to go back to Marvel films, is Black Panther two? Fin- I know that. The, the, it's a little bit annoying that some articles are saying oh how are Marvel able to continue um, with uh, Black Panther 2 blah 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 and basically saying oh what's going to happen with Black Panther 2 well if they started filming like before Covid then I guess they have time to change some plot elements I mm-hmm. guess I don't, I, don't, I don't think they've started filming yet oh right I think it's in like the pre-production stage Fair, okay, that's uh, cleared a lot of things mm. up. That won't be off another couple of years. At minimum, minimum. Mm-hmm. At the most, three or four, I would say. But uh, Letitia Wright, I think she's got what it takes to mm-hmm. to lead. The next logical thing, isn't it? The next, next one. one. Yeah. Um, movie news, new Bond trailer. Yes, moving on to... No Time to Die. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on it, because then I I'll... liked it. You liked it. I liked it. I'm looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it in April, and I'm looking forward to it now. I was looking forward to it in April, but the more times I watched the trailer, it was like, I'm getting really bad Spectre vibes, and I don't know whether it was because Leia Sadu's in it, Mm. but it it seems to be going down that path. Um, I mean, we heard Rami Malek talk. It's not his usual... It's It's a weird accent he's putting on, isn't it? I couldn't... Like, I couldn't place it myself. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't place it. That's the, that's the word. Um, I, am not hyped for it, but I will be excited to see it when it comes out. I'll be there opening weekend. Ooh. If there's a midnight show, which, I don't know if they're doing it. They're gonna be doing them. No, I guarantee you, we won't get a midnight launch for a film for a good year or two, mm. based on the climate because. People who go to midnight launches are fans and hyped fans. So try and corral that. Yeah, but common sense would prevail in the end. Uh, we live in the north of England. Uh, could be worse though. <laughs> could, could be the south. Mm. Um, yeah, um, I've been a fan of Ana de Armas since uh, Knock Knock. What's it called? Ana de Armas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Ana de Armas. Yeah, but yeah, I'd... 
the accent to it. Because you're Spanish? I know, but you're not. <laughs> I know, but... The uh, Armas. That's like me saying, like, a French director, Georges Franju. But I don't say George Franju. <laughs> Why not? Because that's not their name. It's it's not D- Denis Villeneuve, it's Denis Villeneuve. That, yeah, you, d- you said that. Denis Villeneuve. That second time you said it with a slight accent. Well, Anna de Armas, then. That's there we go. I've pleased Dan now, for the second okay, time. Now say it with a strong Spanish accent, like what Anna you did earlier. Anna de Armas. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, that's a bit too much. But yeah, I've been fans since Knock Knock. She smashed it in Blade Runner 2049, and she smashed it in that. Who was in Blade Runner? She was Joy. Um, ah, that's right. I think right. he's artificial. Yep. Moving on from uh, Blade Runner 2049, there's a trailer for Dune. Denis Villeneuve's next What's movie. Dune? It's a film directed by um, David Cronenberg, but originally it was a book. Right. But it's a sci-fi book. Not excited. Tell, tell me more to get me. If 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 you're telling me about this film, I don't know anything about it. Get me excited for it. I'm getting you excited based on the director. I'm not getting you excited based on the source material. um, Denis Villeneuve could have come out with a Postman Pat origin movie (laughs) and I'd still fucking see it because it's Denis Villeneuve Um, it looks gorgeous the cast list is amazing you've got Timothy Chalamet you have Zendaya Josh Brolin, Oscar Wilde Oscar Wilde Um, (laughs) Oscar Wilde Oscar Isaac, that's his name Um, Rebecca Ferguson Jason Momoa you got a whole cast there. Right, and what's it about? Um, from what I gathered from the trailer, it's about a kid, played by Timothy Chalamet, who, whose family owns planets. Rich people, eh? Yeah, them boys. Um, and that's all I got, because I was at the gym when I watched it. <laughs> I was basically running a fucking mile, and from what I saw, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was dying but no it looks fucking sick and the final shot of that trailer is watch it when but you get a moment I might catch it I might do you know it. what if you go to the cinema re- um, in the next like two months or so you'll see it mm. it'll be on the front I might go and see New New Mutants when it comes well it's out now I might go and see it at the weekend oh okay do you, do you want to join I mean I'm at work on the Saturday <gasps> all day 24 hours it'll fall after work <gasps> my god <laughs> I'm sorry uh, my brain just farted there what the fuck happened there <laughs> what was Dan doing well you said you couldn't go on the Saturday because you're working alright but then but you said it's working for alright okay I guess we can go on do you, get what, do you get what I mean I get what you mean I know but but we'll go on on Sunday though yes we'll or check wh- the times or whenever I don't really care but um, yeah Dune looks great Dune looks great Dune looks great, Dan. Dune looks... I'll have to check that out for myself, because I don't <laughs> you know. You should, because you really enjoy Blade Runner 2049. I did, I thought it was funny. And you enjoy Prisoners. Yes, is that... Uh... That's Denis Villeneuve. Is it? Yeah. No. Mind blown. And the cinematographer is, again, Roger Deakins. Oh, yeah. Your boy. Your boy, Roger. <laughs> um, Mulan is out. Uh-huh. Disney have announced that they're putting it on their service for free in December. <laughs> Why are they charging? Because it's in replacement of putting it in the cinemas, I guess. Yeah. So people are not buying it and waiting <laughs> till December, but also it's getting boycotted in China. Why? 
because the actress who plays Mulan, whose name I will get up in a second because I would not want to butcher her name, Yiffy Liu, I think that's her name, Y-I-F-E-I-L-I-U. Right, what about her? She's on Twitter, she has previously shown support for the Hong Kong police. So the entire country isn't showing her a movie. Mm, well, the, more or less. The the residents are trying to boycott the movie. Um, there's that. And beyond that, I have nothing more. So how can Disney make money out of this film? Um, people who really have massive, massive, massive attachments to the original. Mm-hmm. Is, that, um, is that many people? Couldn't tell you. I mean, Mulan is one of my personal favorites, but it's are you not. Are going to pay for it? Yeah, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> Mulan is a personal <laughs> Disney classic favourite, but it's not a one where I'd go, oh, they're remaking it, I really need to see it. Whereas Beauty and the Beast was, I saw it as a kid, I've been in it twice, you can understand why I'd want to see the remake. Um, Whereas Mulan, I mean, I'm not a bloody Chinese woman, so I can't really play Mulan. Or so, Shang. <laughs> so what other... Um... Disney cartoons would you pay that premium for that haven't been remade yet or have been remade that haven't I would love a hunchback movie so if that was released to Disney Plus yeah for three months paid 25 quid Uh, under the under the same circumstances like I'd wait because I'm already paying for the service and I don't need to desperately see it I know but is there anything that you that's what I'm saying that you would desperately want to see that you would pay the premium for if I had seen all of my watch list, my entire 5,000 title watch list from IMDb... 5,000 titles? I have 5,000 titles saved. You're never going to watch all that. Well, I know. Probably when I'm dead. Um, but if I were to... Lush. Um, I've just got a notification for game. The Xbox Series X is out November 10th. Which we that's will... A, that's live news, that. That is live news. Um, yes, I would buy it for 30 quid just to experience it. Uh, by the way, it's 20 for us. It's $30 for the Americans. Mm. Gaming news. Xbox Series what S. What a segue. <laughs> yeah, the the Series S, in the process of like an hour or two, was leaked, debunked. Then confirmed. Then confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. I was texting you when it happened. So yeah. it got leaked and it was like, oh, some details about a Series S has been leaked. And you're like, sound. And then I said, about an hour later, JK, it's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told you all the specs. No, I didn't tell you all the specs. They've released a video for it detailing the specs. Mm-hmm. So it's got like ray tracing. Um, the GPU is better, but the GPU isn't as good as the X. That is literally the only difference. One of the only differences between the S and the X. The X runs games native 4K. The S runs it in 144OP. So how much more powerful is the Series S than the One X? Oh, Is God. there much of a difference? I will get the details up um, because I am curious myself. So the GPU for the Xbox One X. Oh, God. The details just don't come up straight away. Oh, dear. Because it doesn't really matter what the answer is. I'm still getting the PS5. Yeah. Because Hitman 3 VR. 
Yeah, Hitman 3 VR. If you can use the motion controls to kill people. We already oh. have an Xbox 4K machine. We've pretty much got a Cyberpunk machine right there. Mm-hmm. Like, we could buy Cyberpunk day one on November 19th for Xbox One and we'd have a blast. And it would look 4K. perfect. Yeah, it would look great. Um, would it look any any different if you had a, had the Series X? Same TV, same HDMI cable, just the console. Yep. If you had the S- Xbox One S, it would run 30, I think. It would be unlocked. No, no. The, what, this, the Series X. Our Series X. Would it look better or just the same? Well, apparently they've got the potential for games to reach up to 120 FPS, which is double 60. It does, does frame rate matter? To me it does. I noticed that shit. Uh, it'll dovetail into one of my reviews. Right. Avengers, Marvel's Avengers. Oh, no, well, so oh, okay. this the Series S. What's it going for? The price. Oh, price. I think it was two fifty, two sixty, to my knowledge. That's affordable. Which is why they've stopped production for the X and the S. Well, they stopped the production of the S a while ago, but they've stopped production of the old, co- the this current generation of consoles. No new ones. No, no more Xbox One Xs are going to be made. So we have the last of a dying. So breed. what does that mean then? So that means that Microsoft is pushing for a more affordable console for the next console generation to win the console wars, and EA Play is joining up with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, so you can play EA games for free on an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. And how much is that package? Uh, ooh. At the moment, Jake, I'm paying ten ninety nine. Yeah. For Game Pass and Live. For Game Pass and Live, well. I watched the trailer for it, and I believe they put the price in the trailer. So if you bear with, I will bear with. You will bear with me all the days. Um, yeah, I will. While I'm looking this up, the only differences between the S and the X. The X, the Series X will run in 4K. The Series S will run at a capped 144p, but will play at emulated 4k image if you have a 4k tv doesn't the xbox one x play native 4k yeah xbox one x is native 4k it's, it's got a 4k blu-ray player drive which is why it can play 4k movies uh but the s doesn't the s doesn't because the s is digital it doesn't have a disc tray oh which is also why the price has gone down a bit right um ea play will be added to xbox game pass at no extra cost. When? Holiday 2020. So pretty much I would think when the console launches or a month after the console launch. Name a few high profile EA games. Battlefront series. So that, that could be available to play for free. Mm-hmm. So EA games that aren't on Game Pass, you can play. Is it the entire library or a select few? I, I'm not sure because I've only been on EA Play once. And it was to try Battlefield 5 for free. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't a fan myself. The Battlefield games will be on EA Access as well. But it also showed like teasers of um, Dead Space. So there could be port in Dead Space over. Pretty much any game that's under EA's name will be on EA Player. I, I went to buy uh, Skate 3 for the Xbox. Like to, for the current gen. Yes. And uh, it said that it's free with EA Play. Ah. I thought, oh, I can get it for now if I just sign up for this thing. But I didn't realise it was like a Separate gaming service. Sub, sub, subscription service. Mm-hmm. But the game itself on this on the store was a, there was a sale on 
And I got it for £3.50. Yeah, that's the Xbox sales are fucking insane. I got Azura's Wrath for... So sometimes the PS4 sales are, are better. Yeah, but I managed to get Azura's Wrath, bearing in mind the game was 8 quid on PS3 when I bought it, and DLC cost 25 quid. Mm-hmm. I got the game and the DLC on Xbox for under a tenner. Not bad. And in one of those DLC, you fight the main character of Street Fighter. What's he called? No idea. I've never, I've never, never played them. Oh well, and we never will. No. Um, shall we move on to gaming reviews? Let's do it. Right, because we've got one each at least. Yeah, we do. Um, you go because I need I'll go first. Uh, yes. So I pre-ordered Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two back in like June, July. But you didn't pre-order the standard edition, did you? I did not. I pre-ordered the collector's edition, the game exclusive version, where you get exclusive shoelaces. What are you looking for? I'm looking for the box. Or do you still have the box? Box is upstairs. Um, I'll continue eating. Shall I pause this for a second? No, no, keep going. Right. Keep going. I'll look at it at the end. Um, yeah, so it's like year long, but it's it's the length of a full size skateboard, which mm-hmm. of course you get inside. I also got um the digital deluxe version which is some like uh, extra costumes for the skaters um, extra things for the creator mode lovely uh, and exclusive game uh, shoe shoelaces oh in game shoelaces no game shoelaces oh exclusive to game oh game the shop play everything what is their model what is their slogan no idea fuck them talk about Tony but, Hawk um, I don't think I actually played one and two originally all the way through. Ah, okay. So I was I felt like I was playing these for the for the first time. Right. So Tony Hawk's one and two were not your first Tony Hawk's games, or were I they? think it was three. I, my first one was the demo for two. Ha. Huh. Mm-hmm. Where you got where you played in Marseille, which was like a skate park, and you could choose either Tony Hawk or Chad Muska. Whoever he is. Skaters. Ah, right. And uh, it was great. It was great. But my first proper game was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. I think on the PS1. And uh, I've played bits of one. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I say, it's like playing it for the first first time. Mm -hmm. When the original Pro Skater 2 came out, well, the concept of the game is you play through the levels, completing the goals in two minutes. Complete enough goals to unlock the next level. Mm Mm-hmm. Every two levels, there's like a, a competition level. Three heats, one minute long each. High score, top three, get a medal. Mm-hmm. Easy as that. Yeah. Um. So of it's sound, the lifespan of the games, you can speed speedrunners complete the first game in five minutes. I believe that. If that. <laughs> and um, so in the second game, there was ten goals per level. Mm-hmm. In the first, there was five. Mm-hmm. So to make it even in the remake, they've added ten in each. So that's why it feels like you're playing it for the first time because these goals are brand new. Yeah. And uh, when you first, when I first loaded up the game, uh, Goldfinger's Superman played, mm-hmm. which is like the staple song of mm-hmm. the series, especially the first two games. Anyway, mm-hmm. I was like, get in there, and and it plays exactly the same. Oh damn. That's one of the major things I've got with um, one of the major beefs I've got with video games. There could be a game. I think Mafia Two was the same. Mafia Two got taken off the store pretty much five years after it was released because 
of the company not paying the licensing fees for certain songs mm. used in the game. Um, and it's just the case of shouldn't shouldn't it just be indefinite? If you pay the license fee for that song, then you get like access to. Well, I guess it's limited to X amount of years, but it's got to be longer than five. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised when you said to me that all of the songs from the bit are from the original. Most. They couldn't get the licenses back for about three or four songs, which mm. is, is fine. Yeah, okay. But And, and there's like uh, 30 new songs as well, and they're pretty good. Ah. Um, so in order to make the lifespan of the game longer, yes, um, they've added like challenges. Mm-hmm. Some are fairly easy. Um, yep. Complete a combo, including like a lip trick and a revert and a manual, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Others are quite hard. Um, get like a 10 million point... Um, session in two Speak. minutes, uh, mm-hmm. and and there's seven hundred challenges to complete, and each challenge awards you with XP, cash, and uh, a deck for that skater that you complete the challenge with. Right, seven hundred decks. There's potentially. Jesus. Uh, um. The look of the game, it's it it looks great. Mm-hmm. The it still keeps the original feel of the of the levels while mm-hmm. adding new things to it. Answer me this: graphically, how does it compare to Pro Skater Five? Oh, it's ten times better. <laughs> I, I, before I I played it or even read the reviews, I was nervous because mm-hmm. there hasn't been a really critically acclaimed Hawk game since Underground One, and that was two thousand and five. Christ, yeah. Everything else has been like average to good, whereas this is like four. It's great, mm-hmm. but um, I like I said, I've got the digital deluxe version. I got a, um, a pre-ordered that, so I've got a skater. Mm-hmm. It's like a skeleton type type of thing. If you collect some alien plushies in the levels, you um, unlock an alien skater. If you do all the the challenges for a custom skater mm-hmm. about 20 odd you unlock Jack Black is Officer Dick I heard he was in the game yeah uh, he, look, he, he looks really good as well damn and uh, if you collect the stat points what's changed though is that in the original games you could complete the goals with every character uh-huh. you complete the goals once and they're done right so to unlock each skater's skate movie which is like a two minute clip of them just doing skateboard tricks and all that. it's pretty cool yeah you complete you you collect the stat points in each level, and so that include that increases the re, the replayability of the game, mm-hmm. and they've introduced uh, speed runs. Yeah. So complete all goals in a level as fast as you can. Yeah. So I tried the warehouse level, like the very first level, done them all in just over two minutes. Very pleased with 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 myself. Nice. Uh, the top spot is like thirteen seconds. I'm like. Damn, that's on YouTube. Um, it also reintroduces re- re- uh, cheats. Do you remember cheats? Yeah, but do these disable trophies or achievements? They disable the challenges, which are linked to the achievements. Okay, that's smart. I like that. Some there's a there's a uh, an achievement to get hit by the bull in the bull ring level, which I don't think would be a problem if you had the cheats on. Mm-hmm. I've not tried it. But you can um, 
change what is a cool feature is that you can change the controls. So in the first Pro Skater game, you couldn't do manuals or reverts and all that. Okay. So the controls that you use in the game is like from Pro Skater Four, where you have everything. But if you want the classic feel, you can revert to the all the controls. Right, I like that. I like that a lot. It is when you when games when remakes are giving you the option of the Halo the Master Chief Collection was the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. I hated the controls for Halo Three because aim was toggled to the right stick. Mm-hmm. You clicked it in. I'm like, what bullshit is this? Melee was B. No, I changed it to standard FPS, and it was like aim with the aim with the left trigger, shoot with the right. Melee's your Fucking right stick. I love I love it when games do that. Mm-hmm. Deus Ex, though, I've got beef with the original Deus Ex because you're limited to that moveset and I'm not a fan. In Mankind Divided, Mankind Divided you can change your moveset. That's all I like to hear. Mm-hmm. You've played it. Like all ten minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what I was going to say. The the controls were great. The controls, yeah. You can change the um, the colour of the screen to like sepia or old west, that sort of thing. Oh, you can change this filters that's where I was looking for you can change the size of your skater big medium large big head mode I think so um, <laughs> there's local multi uh, multiplayer so split screen yeah classic fucking hell awesome. uh, online multiplayer is pretty good uh-huh. uh, I've played a quite a quite a lot of that and um, there's no lag it's pretty good um, servers are clean and the lobbies are quite full as well I'm not waiting for I'm not waiting long for many players I'm waiting like a minute or so for like a couple, couple more to join yeah but um, other than that it's fantastic love um, love that one problem people might have with it yeah is that for such as yourself that aren't a hardcore Hawk yeah, fan for new new if new you fans. choose to play it uh-huh. you'll enjoy it yeah but you could complete it in a couple, couple of hours like get all the goals and that and get to the end level right so I don't know how if you would want to do all the replay stuff, the online or the free skating, the um the speed runs or yeah. the, the, the challenges. I don't know if they would appeal to a casual gamer. Well, the thing that's really pulled me in with replayability, like Doom, is what is a prime example. Doom is a basically a revamp of the old classic Doom. It's not a carbon copy. It's it's like a spiritual successor almost. Um, not a spiritual successor, I can't think of the word, but you could blitz through that story quite quickly and there's no story because you have to discover that th- the story for yourself through logs and shit, mm. but there's extra challenges, like you said, in the missions, but you don't have to do those challenges to progress. You, you're not locked out of the rest of the game by not doing those challenges. What I found out with Doom, and, and the multiplayer was surprisingly great as well, was multiplayer was fun, it wasn't unveiled because people were worried because Doom had never had a multiplayer before, so they were like, oh, I'm a bit trepidatious about mm-hmm. this. It was fun, and the, the campaign was so good for me to play that I went back and played it again. And to this day, I will occasionally go back and dip into the multiplayer and go do, I think one of the hardest difficulties is you die in one hit, and it's basically, you've got the... Like, shoot the enemies before they shoot you kind mm. of thing. So if a game is built, and from what I heard of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, it sounds like they've done right with it mm-hmm. in terms of the look. You said it looks stunning. You said the controls, both old and new, feel great. If 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 And if I like it, I mean, I, I once went on a skateboard and nearly broke my knee. Um, 
But if I enjoy playing it, I don't enjoy playing FIFA. And there's loads of replay in FIFA, but fuck FIFA. Fuck football. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll I'll know when I start playing it, but I have a feeling that I will enjoy it. Well, I'm having um, Ryan around sometime over the weekend, because me and him used to play it years ago. Oh, yeah. So, wait, do you want to come over and we can just play a local two-player? Two See how it is. I don't know what, the, what, what, what day yet, but it'll be See soon. It it'll be soon. And you've played Avengers. Oh, God. Um, move on to that. Why you know, did I, I just we... want to say, closing thoughts, yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is everything I hoped it would be. And, and more? And more. There you go. And now we're going to the shit tip, kids. Oh, is it not very good, is it? <sighs> we had to start off with something great. <laughs> and now we're ending. You did, you did say go, go first. Well, actually, I'm going to sandwich it because I've got a movie review. and it's, I've got one I'd as well. Put it this way, the movie review, the movie that I'm reviewing is better than um, Marvel's Avengers. Nice. So, a beta came out for Avengers. It was like three, four weeks ago. I think three. So I played it, and many people were saying, oh, it plays exactly like Destiny. There's a whole gear system, and your characters have to put on new gear to increase their power level, and all the levels, are, all the missions that you have are power-based. That was the whole speculation behind it. Um, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I like Destiny, and I want to give Destiny as many chances as there are chicken available in the UK. That's a very weird analogy, I know. It makes sense, though. Yeah, but in an Avengers game... So your first beef is the controls? No, do you know what? The controls are fine. It controls the way that you'd expect an Avengers game to be handled. Square is your light attacks. Triangle is your heavy. Circle is dodge. X is jump. Or in the cases of Iron Man, Thor, hover and fly. So if anyone's going into Avengers the game hoping for an Arkham experience they will not get that right that's what I thought it was going to be like if the the, the, Marvel's Avengers is going to appeal to two different audiences audiences who like slash love the Destiny series or people who are gagging for Marvel and are you gagging for Marvel Dan nope and this is why I just don't appeal to you let's talk about the story because in one of the trailers, after the first initial showing at E3 last year, there was a Mordok trailer. Mm. Yeah. Are you okay in terms of spoilers? I think I've read about it anyway. Cracking. We're going to go into spoilers, so if you don't want to fucking listen to the shit story that's on par with Age of Ultron, skip to bleep. Anyway, um, the game introduces Ms. Marvel. Ms. Yeah. Marvel is a recent creation... I think it was 2013 she was in the comics. I have no idea. Yeah, 2013. She's only been around for about seven years, so All she's right. new. Newer than Captain Marvel. By the way, Captain Marvel's original moniker was Ms. Marvel. Ah. Before they changed it. I don't know why, and I don't want to look up because Captain Marvel. Shit. DC's so. Captain Marvel better. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you mean Shazam? Shazam. <laughs> No, there was a Marvel hero called Shazam as well. So many names. Captain Marvel, Shazam, blah, blah, blah. Um, So the game starts uh, and it's called A-Day. So these kids have won... It's called A-Day. 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 Yeah. Avengers Day. Um, And there's a bunch of kids with their parents on a... Like a ship. Like a 
plane, hel- helicarrier, whatever the fuck you call it. And Kamal is there. Um, basically, the kids had to write a superhero story. Who's Kamal? Kamala. Who's Kamala? Don't. <laughs> Kamala. Who's Kamala? Ms. Marvel. Oh. Yeah, this is this is I before it, she's Ms. Marvel. Kamala? No! Kamala Khan! <laughs> Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Her father's... That rolls off the tongue quite nicely. Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Ms. Marvel. <laughs> I'm going to go to San Diego to go to Kamala Khan. She's not a player. <laughs> um, so this is before she's got her powers. She's only like... Oh, like 14, 15 at this point, I'd like so to say. as Ms. Marvel, is she a recent divorcee or widow? Neither. She still lives with her parents. Ah, uh, Ms. Hmm. Um, and in that, on that day, it's on like a ship, but it's like a whole exhibition of all the Avengers and all of their experiences and stuff. And you collect comics. And when you go to each of the comics, you're introduced to each of the Avengers of sorts so you meet Thor you meet Captain America you meet Black Widow and it's all going great until an explosion occurs on the helicarrier there we go called the Chimera um and one of the scientists um I can't remember his original name so you will have to bear with me I will bear with you no not Moodoo um Right, his original alias is called... Damn it, George Tarleton. There's a scientist called George Tarleton. Cool. And he's worried that an experiment won't go to plan. Long story short, the Avengers fight on the bridge and Taskmaster comes onto the bridge and basically starts this radiation, like... A bomb that you have to stop and you do stop it but taskmaster's like oh this is just the beginning ah, ha, ha. and just passes out he doesn't die um captain america is still on the chimera ship and basically he is on the ship when an explosion occurs but it's an explosion involving alien crystals mm. so after that captain america dies the fallout from that the blast i believe it was kree crystals but it doesn't say until the end it's Alien crystals, let's say that. For the for the moment. So alien crystals, boom. That whole area of Manhattan or wherever, I don't know where it's at. It's probably in Manhattan. But that whole area is like a quarantine area and the people who are in that area get infected and become inhumans. People with powers. Mm. Um Yeah, it sounds interesting, doesn't it? And one of those who were caught in the blast was Ms. Ms. Marvel. Marvel. There you go. So the level after that, how many is there? How many? Like how many uh, l- levels of this game is there? Main levels, story. There are one, two, three, four, five. I would say eleven or twelve. Right. I'm, I'm at work at eight. Yeah. No, don't worry. I'm not going to go through each of the levels. <laughs> there's a there's not a lot for the story that it is. Um. And a father's like, this is five years later, by the way. After the explosion, five years later, the Avengers are disbanded. No one's doing superhero business. And humans are wrecking the shit out of the place. Really? Because they've got powers and they're going to abuse them, aren't they? Oh. Uh, George Tarleton is basically trying to quell the Inhumans by um, doing certain experiments on them. But you don't know why. So Miss Marvel, you don't see how she 
how she found out that she got her powers. She just has her powers. And her father comes into her room and she's got all the Avengers posters and it's like, oh, you need to stop all this, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then she just bungs out a window. She catches a file that gets sent to her by Tiny Dancer. By Elton John. Hey. That, there is actually, Elton John is quoted in the, uh, in the game <laughs> by Mr. Tony Stark himself. Um, so, long story short, she comes across the crashed Chimera discovers Bruce who then helps her to actually she shows Bruce the file and the file shows the security footage of when Captain America was on the bridge of the ship mm-hmm. and it and it shows Captain America going to Tarleton you, you don't hear anything at first it's all muted so Captain America's doing his thing on the ship blah blah blah, blah, blah and then Tarleton behind him closes the door sealing him in so you think, oh, Tartan, Tartan's the bad guy. Um, she, she, uh, no, 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 yeah, she gets um, captured by Tartan initially, and you can see his head is bigger than normal, and there you go, that's Modok, that's 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 definitely Modok. Um, she escapes because she's got a big fists, massive fists, by the way. Um, that ends her. That ends her. That she ends up going to the Chimera by escaping the car. Um, that's how she finds Hulk. I've skipped a little bit, um, and the whole game is basically for you to uncover the mystery of Cap, where like if he's dead or not. Forming the Avengers again and defeating Mordok. Mordok in the end basically says, "Ah, oh, I can't quell all these Inhumans." He's making these things called adaptoids, which are kind of like the Sentinels from X-Men. Um, basically, he extracts the powers from these Inhumans, basically draining them until they die and then put them into these adaptoids and the people die. And you get to the final battle and each of the Avengers has a hit against Mordok and then Mordok's like, oh, you're nothing, you're an Inhuman, you're weak, blah, 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 to Ms. Marvel. And then Ms. Marvel grows to the size of I think she's bigger than the Empire State, or she might be the same size as the Empire State. Basically, she has a she is tall enough to impale Mordok, who goes into a Kree body, impales him on the Golden Gate Bridge, and then it's like, ah, oh, cool. But then Mordok's um, assistant called Monica, who I totally glossed over because who gives a shit about this game? Um, she is revealed in the post credits trailer, still under. Ames rule. Um, Ames the company who Tarleton founded and yeah, and Tarleton's mad at the Avengers and uh... Right, so you've said you don't like the game. Why? Yep. Um the story was predictable as shit. Um at first I was thinking as, as soon as they showed the footage of Ch- of George Tarleton closing the door on Cap, it's like Cap would have told him to reduce the blast, and that is correct. As soon as I knew that Mordok was Tarleton, I was like, that's going to be the final boss. I also looked up at the trophy list. And it never, it doesn't explain the the one thing that, I must have missed this, but the one thing they don't explain is how Cap survives a blast like that. You find him on a satellite in space <laughs> and he's just in a pod. And it's like, 
how did you survive for five years on fucking tubes? Bearing in mind he hasn't woken up since that day. It, it boggles the mind. It's it, The story, I would say, is on par with Age of Ultron for me. It's like some of the worst Marvel stories. Alright, so how does it look? Look, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. They've really... It, Ms. Marvel is photorealistic, basically. They've put the most work into Ms. Marvel. The other Avengers have had work on them, but there's, there's, there's places where it's like... Uh, and dovetailing off that, there are whole sequences of the game. This is obviously going to be fixed when they patch it. But people disappear in cutscenes. Mm-hmm. It's the case of, right, you've just defeated this mini-boss, and then you'll start a cutscene where all the Avengers are like looking down on the boss, and then one of them slams, Thor slams the hammer down. Four people will be missing out of that group. And then they'll just pop in as the cutscene ends. Graphically, and frame rate wise this game is a piece of shit that the end when you're fighting Mordok and you've got like 50 adaptoids coming at you the frame rate drops to like 15 20 fps so do you know like when you're trying to run a high-end pc game on your laptop that's what it looked like unplayable at points and did you buy your on disc or was it a no no download? i was i was smart and rented it how much it cost to rent Ten ninety nine, but I'm also renting Ghost of Tsushima as well. If you bought the game, yeah, and then sold it to CEX, yeah, how much would you have lost? I would have lost fifty five. They take thirty two, so I would have lost twenty three quid. Dan, is that that's if you take it for cash? Yeah. Oh, so ten ninety nine then. Fair enough. Yep, I will be sending it back soon. Uh, four out of ten. There were bits uh, where I really enjoyed it, but overall. I would give Tony Hawk's one two uh, between a nine and ten. Yeah, I generally give it a nine. So mm-hmm. wouldn't expect anything. Gamespot less. gave it a nine, and Gamespot have a bit more tougher. Yes, their ratings, I think. Dan, what is your movie review? Tenet, or if you were to say it backwards, David. Tenet. David. What? There's an actor called David Tenet. Ah, uh, that's Tenet. Tenet. How was how is David Tennant? So uh, I've seen Tennant. Yes. Or if you say it backwards, it's Tennant. Tennant. Did you not know that? I had a brain fart. It's a part. I had a brain fart. How is Robert Pattinson in Tennant? He's really good. He's COVID free there. The film itself is a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Awful sound. Yeah. Um, I think there's something wrong with the projector or the film. Not the, not the movie, but the way it was filmed. Because right. the sound from some of the dialogue, it's like if you're talking mm-hmm. and you put your hands over your lugs and you talk. So talk. Oh. Ooh. Muffled as shit. Muffled. And that's what, nah. what it sounded like. Nah. And... The very bassy, the music. Yeah, he uses a lot of strings. I mean, this is more than and normal. Bass. Oh god! So at very at various points in the movie, I couldn't hear what they were saying. Great. <laughs> so they go from point to point. I think, how the hell did they get there? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have to. 
I'm going to buy it when it comes out because mm-hmm. I like us to know them. So I'm going to have to just watch it again and just. With subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> for the, for That's what I've done when, when I got the Dark Knight Rises. Ah. With, uh, so subtitles because I couldn't understand what Tom Hardy was saying. Oh, yes. Oh, I guess if I tell it's going to be shit. Mine's better. Whatever you say. <laughs> what did I say there? Whatever you say. No, I said, however you're gay. <laughs> no, I did say, I did say, uh, whatever um, you said, sorry. So, I might, uh, shall, shall I do a bit of spoilers? Are, are you curious to know what do a, Do a quick spoilers, because it it sounds right. like a big mind. So, the film stars the, it's the protagonist, that's what he's known as, the protagonist. He hasn't yeah, got Denzel Washington's son. Yes. And so the film goes along as normal. Yeah. When halfway through an event occurs and the character has to then go back. Ah, uh, in reverse. More or less in reverse. Okay. It's a mindfuck as to how it actually works. How yeah. Not, it's not time traveling, but it's time inversion. Yeah. So there's these... Um, Turn styles. You go inside them and then you come out the other end or yeah, something. Yeah, I've seen a clip of the turn still. And it inverts you. But to you, everything else is inverted. The world is. Right. But, well, but obviously you are. Yeah. So um, there's a one point where he's in this lab and one of these turn styles opens up. Yeah. So Robert Patterson's on the other side. Uh-huh. John David Washington's on the other. There's yeah. a glass screen in between. Yeah. Right. You know where in the trailer they go, "What's happened to you?" And he goes, "It's not. It's not. It's not happened yet." Uh, that's, that's the part. Right. So both turnstiles open up on either side, and bad guys come out. Yeah. The one fighting Robert Patterson runs away. The one fighting the protagonist is inverted. Right. So he's fighting the other. The protagonist, but the one he's fighting is going backwards in time. Mm-hmm. So, as you follow the protagonist through the movie, yeah. he becomes inverted. They have to save someone's life by going to that lab. But if you're inverted, you have to wear a mask because of your oxygen and the cells. He was the one who was fighting earlier on in the movie. Right. Okay. You know what? I'm following, but I'm at the not, same time, I'm not following. And I've I know seen it. at the same time I'm not. Like the point, there are points where my brain literally just pauses, and it's like, what the fuck? Because there's the bad guy who's got this artifact. Great. If it, if um, the algorithm, it's called rather, and if it's executed, it'll reverse all time to the point of nothingness. So right. to, to save the day. Good guys, bad guys. Yeah. Half of the good guys are inverted, half aren't. Yeah. So the half that is inverted are travelling back in time. Yeah. And half are travelling forward in time. Into the main battle. So when half of the good guys get there, <laughs> the battle's already occurred by the the people by the good guys that are, that are inverted. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, but how does it work? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Right, let's just end this. How? What score would you give it after? I you gave it a seven. You gave it. Oh yeah, you did. You gave it a seven because mm-hmm. it's it's enjoyable. Makes, makes you think. It stay, It stays with us now. Yeah, 
And that's a sign of a good film. And are the action set pieces good? Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Some good fight scenes and action scenes and that, are I? Good, good. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. From one short film review to another. What's yours? Oh, I don't I know. I forgot. I've seen The Lighthouse. You fucking haven't. I haven't really, sorry. Fuck off. <laughs> don't <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> sorry, I'll never, do, I'll never do that again. I hope you forgot. Next saw, time I will... Because I saw it broke your heart. I don't, I don't even want if you to, had a heart I, I, I don't even want to do my film <laughs> now uh, 2015 uh, just after um, fucking Peter Jackson came out with well Peter Jackson that year was going to come out with Hobbit the Battle of the Five Armies uh-huh. a person who was going to feature uh, on the Hobbit crew initially but dropped out uh, Guillermo del Toro so he dropped out to do a bunch of projects um, probably uh, he did Pacific Rim in 2012 which I've yet to finish because oh. I haven't seen past the first 30 minutes with you guys um, for some reason we stopped watching it I can't remember why um, I don't know if he did anything he executively produced Mama right what's who, the film you seen? who was directed by Andy Muschietti and in 2015 he did Crimson Peak uh, I think Kit got that on Blu-ray over there yes I, I, I gathered that Kate would have seen it. It's I'm right guessing up. it's not what you expected. No. Do you know what? It's exactly what I expected from one line. Um, and this is something that I'm catching on quick with. When Tom Hiddleston's character is introduced... You've seen it, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Tom Hiddleston's character is introduced and he reads the book. And this is mentioned by Mia Wasikowski before. By the way, not a fan of her. Um, it's it's mentioned before, but she re- reassures it by saying, "Oh, it's a love story. Um, the ghosts are the meta are metaphors." So at that point, I'm thinking, "This is a love story, but the ghosts are not going to feature in it much." And I think the ghosts are in it for maybe five, maybe ten mm. minutes of the movie. Um, yeah, you're right. I, about that. I... Yeah, visually, it's. It's up there. Like, Guillermo del Toro, whatever fucking movie you watch, and I'm pretty sure Pacific Rim is the same. Visually, it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Like, the environments are fucking great. Um, more so in the first act than the second, except the bits in the corridors, because there was a lot of visual feasts there. Fuck off. Stop bothering us. <laughs> My phone keeps vibrating. It's vibrated ten times. Who's texting you? Everyone. I'm I'm here. Reddit, Star Wars, Happen, Music Magpie, Sudoku. Plenty of fish? No, just uh, Happen, which is another dating app. Uh, Um, Anything happened? Nothing's happened. (laughs) Um, Plenty of fish, it was just new matches for today, and no one's like. What's that new dating site that I've seen as memes? Uh, It's not the Pornhub theme that you've been hearing. No, it's. (laughs) Um. I but it no. It's a, it's a it's a new dating site. It'll come to you. Yeah. But you know who is dating and who gets married? Tom Hiddleston and uh, Mia Wasikowski. Mia Wasikowska. The yeah, Mia. Uh, uh, wow. Wow, Mia Wasikowski. <laughs> um, the way that her father was killed was brutal. Like, I can't remember. Um, he's shaving in the men's shower room, and he is a noise. And he goes back to the sink and his shave has fallen down. And a clo- cloaked figure with gloves oh, on right, batters him against the sink. Right. And basically chips off the sink but also 
like that part of his skull's caved in. Oh, that's right, I. Yeah. yeah. Guillermo loves shit like that. He loves a bit of a god, doesn't he? He's a bit of a fucking glutton. <laughs> he eats people himself. <laughs> that, that's harsh. That's, that's really harsh. For legal purposes that we're saying, that is not true. <laughs> the Guillermo del Toro oh, is no. not a cannibal. Fucking love, love that kid. Pan's Labyrinth is still one of the best. Yeah, um, Mia was meh. Charlie Hunnam was good. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot he was in it. I like Charlie Hunnam because he's a Newcastle lad. Um, <laughs> we are, man. Uh, Jessica Chastain was great, but fucking Tom Hilston, I don't think I've seen a role of his where he's not done shit. Like, even in Thor 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's even cool. in Thor 2, he's great. He's, and one, then, he's one of the, the, of the better things in that film. Hell yeah, he's one of the better things in this film. Um, I gave the film... Also, the incest little bit was... A kind, it kind of felt left-wing. Mm. It was just kind of the case of, oh, and now there's incest. Um, I know it's kind of reaffirmed by them being in the nursery pretty much all of their lives so really if you're exploring your sexual sexu- sexuality if you're trapped in a room with your sister the thing that you would do would probably be that mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah it felt quite quite left wing and then she fucking dies um yeah i gave it a full 5 out of 10 it was oh, a, yeah, it was that's a, that's a average i've not seen it since i saw it in this in the cinemas with Kate, so it's over five years ago now. Yeah. I would go back and watch it just for the visuals. If someone put it on, I wouldn't protest. But I wouldn't actively watch it again. Cool beans. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to mention? Nah, that's it. Well, I'm going to recommend that you someday watch Tenet. Ah, uh, yeah. And that. someday play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yeah. And I'm going to recommend that people rent Marvel's <laughs> Avengers... And rent Crimson Peak. <laughs> See, I was able to do it. Yeah. Um. There's a new Charlie Kaufman film out now. Um. On Netflix called "I'm Thinking of Ending Things." Mm-hmm. Have you seen Eternal Sunshine of the? Oh, okay. So we'll we'll need Chris on that one because I think Chris is gonna watch it as well because he mm-hmm. messaged me the other day saying it's on, it's on, and I'm like, yeah, but I need to see all of Charlie Kaufman's films first. Mm-hmm. I think uh, next episode I might have a a review for New Mutants. We. Me. Oh no! I thought. Did I say we? No, no. You said you said me. Oh right! If you want to come along as well, yes. We'll have a look at times. Um, I would like to say this because we need to put it set, set it in stone. End of September. Are you good with doing a Transformers retrospective? Yeah, I can do it whenever. All five films in Bumblebee. Yes, which you've still got, by the way. Yeah, because I still haven't finished the fucking first one. <laughs> I'm like 10, 15, no, like half an hour off the, fir- off the first one. Well, this week we'll be ready for next September. Hey, COVID. Love it. <laughs> right, so uh, is that everything? That is everything. Thank you very much for joining us. We will see you all next week. Avengers Assemble.